3: 8.13 now on this Friday morning. Saints taking on the Carolina Panthers division game. Sunday at home in the Seas of Superdome. Game day coverage starts at 8. You can join Steve Geller, Jeff Nowak for first take. Then at 10 o'clock, Bobby Hebert, Steve Geller with the Bud Light countdown to kickoff live from inside the dome. Loach level in the Gate B atrium, courtesy of Craig's Electrical and Generators. Mike a part of that as well. Kickoff high noon with Deuce and Haas. Turn down your TV, sync up the home team. Then after the game, you can sound off on the Siroc point after with the Cajun Cannon, Saints-Panthers Sunday, WWL live on a free Odyssey app. Just say Google or Alexa, play WWL. And if you listen on the radio, a lot of times it's automatically synced up with TV. I don't know if it's AM or FM because i got an old radio that to listen on. It's hard for me to tell, and I don't remember. Mike Dettelier joins us now, WWL NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk. How you doing, Mike Detelier?
4: I'm good, thank you, Tommy.
3: Saints are beat up. Uh, they've had some troubles this season, but I don't know that you could handpick um, a better opponent for this weekend, could you?
4: <laughs> uh, probably not. Uh, and And just talking to people that cover the Panthers weekly or daily, The deal is they just have not played well all season long. They've really struggled on offense. Uh, That didn't surprise me a lot because uh, if you go back, kind of the outlier here is C.J. Stroud and and what he's done this year with the Texans. But in most cases, when you're going to play a rookie quarterback, you're going to struggle. He's going to go through those pains. And uh, I've told this story before, but every – year at Manning Passing Academy, uh, Peyton talks to the kind of 50 to 60 college quarterbacks that are there to help counsel the 1,200 campers uh, that come uh, to Thibodeau. And uh, Peyton says, you know, hey, I'm always here for you. If you need uh, my insights on something, you know, you feel free to give me a call. I'll try to help you any way I can. But I got to ask one favor from one of you. Uh, break my rookie interception record because that still gets under his skin a little bit that he threw 28 interceptions as a rookie. Uh, was anybody more prepared to play pro football than Peyton Manning? Mm-hmm. You, you'd have to say no, but yet it, it happened to him too. And it's going Bryces is, is going through that. And he doesn't have a lot of weapons around him last week. You saw because of the coaching change, they went through a, a little bit of a shift where they're gonna. I think they're gonna try to run the football more, and that chief runner being uh, Chuba Hubbard. Uh, he, he was he was effective last week. He ran over over 100 yards. On defense, they're solid, but man, they've had a ton of injuries. Uh, but there's some talent uh, to build upon on defense. They just can't keep anybody healthy. On the defensive side of the football, so struggling there, and you got a very impatient owner. Uh, when you were twenty-four billion dollars, uh, he don't know how to spell patient, much less be patient.
3: He, you don't get much of a chance if you're a coach, do you? With him?
4: No, he is kind of pro football's version of George Steinbrenner. Oh Lord! Oh yeah, I'm not kidding you on that. You know, he doesn't understand when people say, well, you got to be patient with the growth of an NFL team. And he's like, well, wait a minute. I didn't make all this other money by being patient. I made this other money because I put the right people in place. They got the job done. Sports makes you dumb a little bit at times. Mm-hmm. But when you work that kind of money, you understand that in other businesses, it didn't happen. Uh, it didn't take time to happen. So he he's been very impatient with everybody and everything around him, and uh, he's had a number of head coaches in a short uh, tenure as the uh, owner of the Panthers.
3: Sports is a difference, is a business rather, but it's a different business, and some owners have a hard time grasping that.
4: Yeah, and that's why uh, hes uh, I think he's well-earned that moniker of, of being this time of the NFL today.
3: So this is the second time the Saints played the Panthers. In a way, it's a long NFL season. and another way, it flies by. Take us back to Week 2 and and recap that game for people that don't remember. Mike, it was a Monday night football game.
4: Yeah, the Panthers got nothing going on offense. The Saints weren't great shakes either, but they got off to uh, a fast start, and then the Panthers made a run at it at the end. Uh, Bryce made a few plays, throwing the football, and then he made a long run that sort of got him back into the game. But uh, um, it, was, uh, it wasn't a pretty game to watch uh, on either side. I thought the Saints defense really matched up well. Adam Thielen had a nice game for them at wide receiver. Uh, but, um, you know, you, you could tell you were watching a team that, that wasn't going to be good all year long. Uh, you know, you just saw it in the Panthers. And I remember talking to Jake DeLome uh, during the year, and, and Jake was telling me, Mike, just, it's like take you take two steps forward and then you take four steps back with this team. Uh, it's, it, there's nothing that he could tell me that they could do very well. And, boy, when that happens, then you're in trouble.
3: You know, I was getting ready to say it's the same uniforms playing each other. I can't actually say that because I don't know what who's wearing what colors, but there are different players involved because of injuries. We'll pick that up when we come back. We're talking to Mike Dettelia about the Saints taking on the Carolina Panthers. It's still technically not too late for them to make a run. I think at this point a lot of us would just like to see them right the ship and and get some things going in the right directions. They are banged up. We'll, I guess, start with Derek Carr. I also want to talk about why Bryce Young has struggled so much. I know it goes back to protection, but... Some players, quarterbacks, can pick it up in the first season, others not so much, but that doesn't mean that they're done for their career. Questions, comments, Oakenheart jeweler talking text lines open at 504-260-1870. Traffic now, WWL. A twenty-six now. Tommy Tucker, WWL, spending an hour with Mike DeTilier, WWL NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk, previewing the Saints Panthers game. They played in week two. Monday Night Football, it was ugly, to say the least. I'm looking at the highlights right now. I think the first half ended 6-3. to three. Um, Turnovers by both teams in the first half. Bryce Young rushed for 34 yards in that game. And, uh, Mike, the Saints have had a hard time containing quarterbacks. Tell me about the development of Bryce Young from, say, week two when the Saints played him to this week when they play Sunday.
4: Okay, from a running standpoint, Bryce will run a little bit, but that—that's not his forte. Uh, He's never been known uh, as a guy that will just take off running it. He he did occasionally at Alabama, but that—that's not. He'll sort of—he's more of a scrambler uh, than than he is a runner. Uh, He'll try to run to buy some time. And he's got some wheels on him now. He can move around that pocket real well and outside the pocket, but he's never been known as a runner. Uh, what I see in him is as the season goes along, and I remember even Joe Burrow talking about it that, you know, the game is so much faster. It's coming at you much quicker. And so your decision making process has to speed up uh, uh, real quick uh, to get rid of the football. And he thought that was the big jump from college to the NFL. And you've heard it in different ways, but basically it comes down to that. The processing information of when to throw the football. You're seeing much more the different coverages than you saw in college. And the pressure's coming at you differently today. Uh, normally in college, it's coming off the edge. In the NFL, man, it's coming from different ways. From in the middle, from the edge, all around. So... He's been sacked 44 times this year uh, and probably hit an additional 44 times. What I've seen with him is it's almost like he feels pressure and sometimes it's not there. Mm. It's like phantom pressure.
3: Battle fatigue, huh?
4: Yeah, he he thinks he's going to get hit and it's not there and he'll throw a bad pass. But, you know, Bryce, tough guy. He's smart. He's accurate with his passes. He's not a real big quarterback now by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, he's a tough, tough guy. But he's going through what I would say 98% of most rookie quarterbacks go through when they hit this league. Strauss, the outlier, that he has played that well that quickly. You rarely see it in this league uh, that it happens that fast. And so, uh, and also, they got to give him some help. Uh, I mean, the receiving core he doesn't have. Uh, he's got the veteran in Thielen, but that—that's not a lot of talent around him. And so he's having to improv a lot all by himself. That's why you got to get a running game going uh, for any quarterback. I don't care if he's a rookie or vet. If you don't get that running game going, that's a lot of pressure on him. And then you start to feel it. Uh, from different areas, that every throw's got to count. And that's not necessarily the case.
3: So what about um, Carolina's running game, Miles Sanders, Chuba Hubbard?
4: Well, Chuba's the guy. Chuba. Uh, they, they, they thought they could give it to Miles Sanders. You know, I was never a big Miles Sanders fan, even when he was in Philly. Uh, but, man, Chuba, uh, he came into the league as a speed, quickness runner. And he's physically gotten stronger. He, I think he's going to be the the workload guy.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. hi And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs> but with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it.
4: Hi, uh, Sunday uh, versus the Saints. I will
3: right, we'll take a break. Pick it up here. We come back. If you think Jaden Daniels is, I hate to say, spindly or wiry, uh, Bryce Young's only five ten. I didn't realize he was that small. Jaden yeah, Daniels, yeah, he's that four. small. Yeah, uh, both of them about the same way. Two hundred four, two ten. By to compare and contrast. Eight thirty. More. When we come back. Time for WWL First News. For that, we go to Dave Cohen. 8:45, quarter till nine. Tommy Tucker, WWL. Quickly back to Mike D'Antoni, WWL NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk. Saints played Carolina week two. It's a Monday night game, 20 to 17. The Saints won. Derek Carr, uh, 36 for 21, a quarterback rating of 65.5. Taysom Hill was the leading rusher with 75 yards. Um, Mike, when it comes to this week, um, is Derek Carr expected to play, or do we know? I know they say he was limited in practice.
4: Yeah, so you're still in that uh, concussion protocol uh, situation. So this this may be very similar to what happened to Chris Olave and that decision basically being made on Sunday morning or Saturday on if he's going to play or not. Because again, this is twice now within the last three games he suffered a concussion. The NFL is uh really stringent on that. So that that calls out of the hands of the Saints. That that's a medical staff decision.
3: You got to um you got to at some point realize these are human beings and think about down the line and take care of the that's right. the person and a player's health, right?
4: Yeah, so. and uh, how many careers got shortened uh you know, I can remember uh, Roger Staubach uh, that's what ended his career. Frank Gifford, uh, he had, right? Uh, three concussions, one year. And, and the doctors told him to shut it down. Uh, Troy Aikman, Steve Young, uh, uh, you brought up Frank Gifford uh, with the neck and the concussion mm-hmm. issues. So you that that is part of it. It's not just the play on the field, but also the fact that uh, the injury factor involved here of down the road.
3: So how do the Saints beat the Panthers on Sunday?
4: Man, listen, if Taysom Hill and Kamara is healthy, that's how you're going to beat them, uh, with them being a big part of this game. And let me just and jump also, in for a second.
3: Kamara was suspended for that game in Week 2. That's right. He did not play. So, he was not there. Okay.
4: So he he's got he's always a big part of the game plan as a runner and a receiver, and Taysom should always be a big part of the game plan. Uh, no matter what. Now, he's dealing with a hand and a foot injury, but I'd be surprised if he didn't play. Uh, and the hot receiver has been Chris Olave. Uh, you, you saw it last week uh, that they needed something. Uh, it was Chris that came up with the catch. So uh, that's where it goes. Also, to uh, getting turnovers. This team has not gotten any sacks this year. I mean, it is the numbers are super low. So, kind of give maybe some looks to Bryce Young that you can have him turn the football over and then take advantage of it. Last week, you were able to score touchdowns. The four times you got it in the red zone, that is important against the Panthers. That uh, not just settling for field goals, but uh, you getting sevens on the board.
3: Former Saints safety Von Bell had one pick against Derek Carr in the yep. first game. Um, it is imperative if Derek Carr plays, that the Saints protect him. Tell me about the Carolina pass rush.
4: Well, uh, It's been okay uh, this year. It's not been anything great. Brian Burns is the guy, Uh, and he's one of the elite pass rushers in this game. He was looking for a big contract. Didn't get it. Uh, Had an injury that he spent some time off. He hasn't had the sacks this year. He's had a lot of pressures and some tackles for losses, uh, but he's the guy to watch uh, coming off the edge and certainly Derek Brown in the middle, a former Auburn defensive tackle. And he, He's a big man. Uh, he's six four. and that I guess his second number would be a 3, like 331 or 333, somewhere in that range.
3: Depending on what he had for
4: <laughs> uh, either before or after he's big yeah. and uh, he's he's difficult to block so burns and, and Brown are the two guys to watch there their secondary's good when they're healthy, but tell me they've had they've had to pick people off the street, so to speak to play because they've had so many injuries uh in the secondary that that has been a real weak point for them because of the fact. They just haven't been able to keep people healthy. When they're healthy, they're a pretty good unit. It's just that you know that hasn't occurred this year. And when you got only one win, uh, that means you got more than one problem.
3: I know from a betting standpoint, I hate when a team has an interim coach because it could go any any which way. But lose, who knows which way it's going to go? Um, what is the situation with the Carolina head coaching uh, position? Who's there now?
4: Okay, what they did, they elevated their special teams coach to be the head coach. Last year, uh, when they fired Matt Rule, uh, Jim Wilkes was on the, uh, Steve Wilkes, excuse me, uh, was on the staff. Steve was a, Steve did a really good job uh, for him. And now he's the defensive coordinator with the 49ers today. Uh, but um, you know, come on, you know one thing, when you work for Tepper, it's, it's just a short time job.
3: Let me take a break. I want to come back and talk about Carolina. If they finish with the worst record, they wind up with the number one pick. I don't think they're going to go after a quarterback.
4: But, Tommy, the they don't have the number one pick. They traded it to Chicago. That's right. That's right. To that's move right. up to get Bryce. That's so even right. Even if you finish with the worst record, you still don't have the pick that goes to the Bears. Which How could I forget got,
3: about that? So yeah. the Bears are rooting for the Saints
4: are they rooting for the Saints? Yeah. Uh, And and they may have two of the top five picks because the Bears, I mean, you know, they ain't no great shakes to to write home about themselves. So uh, they may have two of the top five picks, but they got the number one pick. And if they've decided to move on from Justin Fields and – that remains to be seen, man, they're going to have a lot of suitors for that first overall pick.
3: All right, let me take a break. I want to talk about the Saints' season when we come back, Mike, and, and some expectations that might have been built up beforehand. And they relate to Derek Carr and more when we come back. More philosophical, I guess. 852, 8 till 9, traffic now, WWL. 857, 3 till 9. I was having some conversations the other day about the Saints and the season and expectations And I think, unlike last season, a lot of people went into this season with the signing of Derek Carr thinking that it was going to be another Drew Brees. And unfortunately, there aren't a lot of Drew Breeses out there, and it goes to, Mike, us knowing that there would be a day where there would be no Drew Brees. And if you look at it, there aren't that many, quote, Drew Breeses around the league. When you get right to it, there aren't that many elite quarterbacks in the league, are there?
4: No. I mean, uh... What you thought you were getting was an upgrade at the quarterback position. But that not I Drew think, Brees. But, but he wasn't Drew Brees. Uh, by any stretch of the imagination, uh, you know, he had played long enough in this league that you knew you weren't going to get Drew Brees. But I think
3: some people thought with the upgrade at quarterback that it was going to be the Drew Brees days.
4: Well, uh, because of when you looked at that schedule, okay, you said, okay, which gunslinger quarterbacks are we playing mm-hmm. this year? Tommy, you and I are not going to live long enough to see a schedule set up like this ever again. And so well, with an yourself. upgrade, what you thought <laughs> no, was an upgrade, and no, listen, I ain't kidding you on that. Uh, what you thought was an upgraded quarterback and a schedule that seemed to be very favorable, that you were going to get uh, to double-digit wins. Mm. And that, that just didn't happen. And you struggled on offense, but now – You're starting to struggle now on defense, which was really supposed to be your wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. And again, when you got a middle-of-the-road team, which is what the Saints are today, they're an average to below-average team, however you want to look at it, because the record is what it is, Uh, it's more than one thing wrong. But it's just not one thing wrong, because if it was one thing, you could fix it. But now you got multiple deals wrong. So this is a team you can get healthy against. You can get better against uh, because they got more issues than you have.
3: Let's hope they do. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate your time. We'll be listening over the weekend. Jaden Daniels. Do you think he wins a Heisman? You better
4: believe it. You're
3: down going right. He's him. He is. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate your time, Mike Nattelier. The only point I'm trying to make is that you know everybody wants another Drew Brees. There aren't that many to go along around, and if you don't believe me, just go through the league quarterbacks and see who's playing where. We'll be back talking to Ian McNulty, WWL.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs>